0: This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. This
1: thing's getting hot, and I'm getting a little annoyed by how hard it is to control the temperature.
0: Hey everybody, it's Junior, host richmond It's a pretty good weekend. At least we got the uh, Xfinity win. They're going to run these races on in the daytime for the first time. In a while, aside from the few times it might have rained and pushed the race into the following day, but with this uh, with this racing during the daytime, you know, obviously the track was hotter and slicker and um, with a lot funner for the drivers. I think it's a lot more challenging, a lot more difficult. Goodyear brought a new tire that was great. It actually put a lot of rubber down. The cars moved around where you could chase the, chase the line a little bit. Some guys could um, could run the high line. I couldn't really make it work, but some guys could get up there and run it. It wasn't way faster, but it was an option. Um, anyhow, we had uh, we were wrapping up our our charitable drive with uh, the DaleJuniorSandwich.com this weekend with Hellman's, driving the Hellman's car in the Xfinity race. I don't really know how, you know, though you need to set those cars up so i let my crew chief dave ellens to just handle it however he wanted to and shoot from the hip he did a great job um the car was pretty decent in the little heat race we ran and he made a couple adjustments and it just made it really fly in the main event i thought that the 20 was going to be the car to beat eric jones but he got loose or something Uh, his car fell off and i was really surprised by how it how it fell off but uh, Justin Algar was probably the next best car, if not at times the best car. He showed a lot of great speed this year. He's doing a great job with his team. But anyhow, uh, we got the win. It was a lot of fun and a great way to wrap up our, um, our charitable drive for uh, blessings in a backpack. So we raised over $150,000 with all the fans pitching in. Hellman's putting in $50,000, the $50,000 that I matched with the fans. So the Tracks are even selling these sandwiches for the last couple of weeks and donating the money that they raised with that. So it's been great, and uh, we'll uh, we'll keep pushing all year long with new opportunities for the fans to get involved with the foundation. We've got the uh, blue racing gloves that I've wore all month coming up for auction for Autism Awareness and uh, next month we'll be wearing purple gloves so we'll talk about that a little bit here down the road but the blue gloves will be up for auction I just signed them in the airplane on the way home from Richmond so look for that uh, on the Twitter feed and of the Dell Jr. Foundation. Uh, Let's get on to the race the uh, you know we got a little rain so we didn't get a ton of practice but i felt like we had a great car and i thought we had great speed in practice the car was not driving great but i didn't think anybody's would be driving great because of how slick the track was going to be so our lap times looked good when the race started we weren't very good the car was um the car was tight and and really loose in and tight in the center we just needed to work on a lot of different issues the car was pretty far off when the race started so we didn't move forward, I didn't think. We didn't do too well for a while. Greg started making some good adjustments and tightening the car up, and I was freeing the car up with the adjustments inside that I have. So I was fixing the fixing some problems we had with the car at helping the front grip, and he was helping the rear grip, and he was doing a lot of good things with air pressure. And the car got more competitive, uh, and that there was one particular run with about 90 laps to go where I think we were actually catching the leader. If it had went green, we were good on fuel. And I was hoping it was going to go green because we were the fastest car on the track. Um, I had a lot of trouble with the radios. This is a set of earplugs that I've used for several years. And it's just, they've just been used and the wires, there's something broken in the wire. But anyways, the right one quit working so I just pulled it out of my headset. I pulled the earplug out of my helmet and just cranked the volume up on the left side so I could hear TJ pretty good over the engine noise I was hearing in my right ear. But it was really annoying with it cutting in and out. Um, You know, sometimes at those real confined racetracks, I had a lot of trouble with the radio uh, interference with other, other people or other things. Um, so we had a lot of problems with that too, where I couldn't really hear. And that happens at a lot of the small tracks where everything's kind of on top of each other. But other than that, yeah, that was really frustrating. But other than that, uh, the day was going pretty good till the last 80, 50 to 80 laps. We made a couple of adjustments. I think that hurt the car on the last run. And there were some adjustments that we didn't make that we needed to make i sensed that the track or the car was getting tighter and we thought it was the cycles because we didn't pit for tires a couple times and so we probably should have freed the car up a little bit but you know sometimes you make the right moves and adjustments at the end of these races and sometimes you don't and you learn from it and you move on but the last couple of runs we were fighting a very tight car i was having to roll the center really slow and i was getting guys running in the back of me because they were you know we were so slow it's very frustrating but that's what happens and we uh we'll have to do better but last couple of weeks no the car hasn't been that great we haven't had the the speed that we think we should have but we um we've been trying some setups and trying to learn some things that we've we've never had the opportunity or never thought to run so not too worried about it we um, you know, we'll move on and definitely come back to Richmond with something a little different. I think the whole company probably wish they could have run just a couple spots better, right? So we'll um, you know, we'll keep working. I think the end of the race was obviously exciting. I saw some replays. You know, short track racing's always had a lot of contact and Growing up, you you know you, you see guys move each other all the time, uh, whether it's the last lap or the middle of the race. I got moved out of the way. Brad Keselowski <laughs> pushed me out of the way at the end of the race. That's just racing. Um, I was slow. He was faster. I was holding him up. So uh, I, I, I think that's all fair game at the short tracks, as long as you don't put the guy in the fence, as long as you don't hurt his car or hurt his opportunity to continue to run and, run and, and compete well. I think that's okay you know you don't want to just punt people out of the way every time you catch them it's fun to kind of try to challenge and you know find a way around the guy without moving them every time but that was the last lap there's a lot on the line wins are so important and so critical and hard to get um Carl obviously uh had been struggling at Roush for a long time and He's a new teammate over there, so I don't know how his teammates are going to feel about all that. But, And especially Car- Kyle, you know, I don't know how Kyle's going to feel about it. He probably didn't appreciate it too much. But, um, I, you know, that's that's part of it. That's kind of how, as long as Carl don't mind getting moved himself, that's another thing. you got to be able to take it as well as you can dish it. And I saw where Kyle s- stuck around and did his media afterwards, so nobody can complain that he took off like a little punk so it was uh it was um pretty exciting i think that uh there's a lot of debris cautions didn't see much debris but we got an exciting finish i thought there's a lot of passing in the field even on the long green flag runs you had guys moving up and guys sliding back that's racing so them cautions bored the hell out of me today and, uh, I like, you know, I wanted to get our, I wanted to get the green flag going and get some laps and see if we could move forward. And, you know, cautions kept coming out over and over and over. Anyhow, um, we're going to Talladega next week. We're going to have Amelia. She is fixed. Greg says that she's going to be the primary. He has fired up his Twitter account recently, sending off a few tweets after each race. So if you want to follow Greg, he's, he's got some pretty important things to say after each race, and he let all the fans know to, today or Monday, he let all the fans know Monday that Amelia's coming back. So I'm excited about that. We know how she ran last year. We just got to run Talladega like we have to win it, just like we did the last time we were there. We did a good job, and if we run it like that, we'll uh, we'll be up front at the end. Hope you guys have a good week. Enjoy the download.
2: See you, Junior. Live from the Exalta Studios, this is the Dale Junior download presented by Spy. Be happy with the all-new Spy Dale Junior paint scheme sunglasses. It's called the Livery Series. They're available in the popular Dirty Mode General Daga McCoy and Admiral Frames. Get yours today at spyoptic.com. With first name Davis Williams, Mike last name Davis, I am Taylor Zarzer, and we welcome you back. I'm especially glad to uh, be back. Appreciate all the Notes everybody's been sending my way. Uh, I know that uh, when you're going through something personally, it it's just means more never to get a release and watch junior win races on uh, on Saturday, which was awesome. Uh, as for Sunday, Mike, I thought it kind of sucked, to be honest with you. It did. Um, uh, it was fun to slowly but surely watch him uh, come through the field like that, but certainly in the last 80, 90 laps, like he said, I mean, there's just no rhythm. To that race at all, and
3: it was frustrating to get that kind of finish. It was there was no rhythm, much like last week's podcast without you. I I, I swear. I, I mean, I appreciate all you bring to this podcast, but never more than when you're not on it and I have to do it because uh, you, it makes me realize how good at your job you are. So it is good to have you back, and I hope things are going well for you, buddy. Uh, but Sunday's race, um, it had its moments. You know, got up there in the top five and, and stayed there for about 35 laps or so, but just uh, didn't have it at the end. Um, car got tight, I guess, and, um, you know, uh, that that's the way it goes. So, like, to me, 13th-place finishes are, like, worse than 30th-place finishes. Oh, 30th-place really finishes, are. you know that, like, there's something a, happened, something yeah. happened right? right? Something happened. You can be like, okay, I can live with the fact that, you know, this is racing and racing things happen. 13th place finishes are like the worst to me. They really are. They yeah. just make me nauseous. Yeah. Honestly,
2: that's yeah. the feeling. It's a nauseating feeling right. to finish there. Uh, but those – look, I'm not saying that they there wasn't debris on the track because there was. It just stunk that there kept – we kept having these debris cautions and then we have, you know, Scott or somebody in the back of the field that has no chance of winning just that uh, has a problem on some of these restarts because I, I, it's interesting to hear Junior say he thought he had something for him with about – 90 to go or so because you could really feel that you could feel that man he he might have the best car on the track right now and i would have loved to have seen him have more of a long green flag run kind of like what we what we got in the first hundred some odd
3: laps i would have loved to have seen that towards the end of the race yeah i'm looking back through my notes right now i mean i i I don't know if those cautions other than being an aggravation to the driver which it certainly was and it was just one of the aggravations for the driver because you also had that radio problem uh, which you you'll, you'll right. get it you'll get a feel for that when we play the nationwide race uh chatter review but uh you know it's just like uh I, I, it it was just annoying i don't know that the car was going to do any better on long green flag runs because when you get tight you get tight um it just it, it was a weird day i mean the the climb from 16th was which is where he started the climb from 16th to 5th was slow and methodical and then the fall from 5th back to 11th 12th and 13th was slow I mean it wasn't like he just dropped like a bag of rocks right it was just kind of a, a slow methodical ho-hum kind of, yeah it was. Pain, yeah it just kind of sucked the life out of you there at the end but um uh you know I hate the I hate to use the word irrelevant but that's kind of how it felt we were never really a player in the in the top four like clearly the top four were in a league of their own right um and you know Jimmy Johnson was in that uh, that group which sort of adds to the frustration being that we're in the same shop. But, you know, Junior says something very uh, intriguing here, and that's that they are trying new setups. And I've got a theory to that, and I want to hear yours as well. But my theory to this is a lot of people are complaining that we got to figure out what Gibbs is doing. Mm-hmm. you got to catch up with Gibbs. Clearly Gibbs has got something figured out. Marty Smith actually talked about that last week when he, talked, when he uh, asked Carl Edwards, what are you all doing? And Carl's like, it's a lot of little things. It's not one big thing. So to be able to find out what a team that's dominating is doing, you've got to try new things. You are not going to catch them by doing what you used to do because the engineering moves too fast in the sport. It's very cyclical, and so you've got to try new things. And so where people would take Dale Jr.'s uh, you know, feedback to this, saying we're trying a bunch of new stuff, and they're like, well, what, go back to the old stuff. The old stuff won't help you catch Gibbs. Understand that Gibbs didn't get to where they are today by doing what they were doing before, because remember it wasn't that long ago Gibbs was the one getting their butt kicked, uh, you know. And so, what did they do different? Well, you got to go try to find new things. You got to go out engineer the other teams, and I think that well, that's what we're doing right now. Now, does it doesn't mean that all the new things are going to work all the time. That if if that's the, if that was the case, that this would be an easy thing to do, but it's not. But you got to try. And so I, see, I think that's what we're doing. I think uh, we've got Rob Lopes coming on here in a little bit. We'll, we'll ask him about that. Uh, Greg Ives, he's on Twitter. He's explaining a lot. Man, there's so much information going on in just 140 characters through Greg Ives' Twitter feed. That, that is such a, a cool thing that he's doing now. He's answering fan questions about what, what the car is doing and why the thought process behind some of his decisions. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of my theory. Now, what do you think, Taylor? It's more
2: specific, it's more technical, and it's probably best discussed with someone like Steve Latart, to be honest with you, someone that uh, is now watching the entire sport that was a crew chief. Uh, he probably has the the best perspective and is somebody we probably should talk to in the in the future. I, I really appreciate Greg's perspective, but Greg can only know so much, obviously, because he's the crew chief on the 88. I, I'm sure he's very aware of what's happening in everybody else's shop, but now that LaTarte has that, Objectivity, if you will, in that perspective, Jeff Gordon would be another person I think that would be fascinating to talk to about this, but I think when they eliminate some of the downforce, there's no question that joe gibbs racing the r and d with toyota uh a collaborative effort with toyota the with crew chiefs with gibbs with with the drivers etc, all those people together they have overcome that significant change in the last what is it, Mike? Two years,
3: yeah, or so since yeah, that. Maybe even it's, less. Less
2: yeah. than that, right? Uh, they have. It, it's real technical to get into that, but I think it has everything to do with the downforce changes, and Gibbs and Joe Gibbs Racing being able to overcome that change better than everyone else. And to get more technical and specific on it again, I think somebody like Latart would be terrific to pick his brain on it. But um, uh, I think that's what it is more than anything. I mean, you just see the comp- the consistent. Competitive performance of these cars, especially in the corners. I mean, they they don't ever give up an inch when they're when they are going into the corners uh, and like especially on a short track. I mean, and we've seen it. I mean, it was crazy. Martinsville, Bristol, Richmond. I mean, he just dominated those races, right. winning all three of them. And obviously, they've won four in a row. Kyle two, Edwards two. Uh, but they are they're the class of the field. It's interesting what Junior said, by the way. About Edwards moving Kyle out of the way, and he didn't have a problem with that, and appreciated Kyle, um, Kyle uh, talking about it afterwards. Uh, he said, "As long as Carl understands that might happen to him too, I will never forget." Where was it? Was it Daytona or Talladega when Junior uh, beat Carl, and Carl had a l- little bit of an issue? Was that that was an that was an X, it was an
3: Xfinity race, wasn't it? Uh, Mike? No, that was Michigan, Michigan. Uh, that okay. was Michigan was, when Junior won 2006. Uh, Yeah, we were talking about that a few weeks ago, actually, on another podcast, uh, Historically Speaking. uh, Yeah, Dale moved Carl out of the yes. way on the last lap. And, and Carl and got won. his
2: panties in a bunch about it and didn't handle it well and went over in victory lane and grabbed Junior. And right. Junior well, before that,
3: before that, he door slammed Junior while Junior had his hand out the window on the, on the cool-down lap.
2: See, and that's the thing that Junior's talking about. Great. Carl, good. Move him out of the way. Try to win. You both already have wins. You know, you're racing for fun, basically. You're both going to be in the chase. Just understand that might happen to you, too. And that, that was the first thing I thought about when that happened. I'm, I, it was fun to watch that as a fan of the sport, Mike, but he better be ready for that to happen to him, and he better not have a problem with it. There's two other things we got to talk about. Saturday, I know, was really special, and I could tell by your tweets. It was fun watching that. Uh, I could tell by your tweets that really meant a lot to you and to everybody at
3: JRM. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, you know what? It's uh, we've all been waiting for that first Dale Jr. win in a Junior Motorsports car, and I'd be lying if I said that you started to wonder if it if it might not happen. And the only reason I say that, not because of Jr.'s inabilities, but because Jr. just doesn't run as many Xfinity Series races anymore. Like he was running four and five, now it's two or three, mm-hmm. and uh, so you know there's there's fewer opportunities to get that win. They're not actually placed at tracks that are to junior strengths. This was his first time racing at Richmond in 14 years. Okay, so what they are placed is for strategic uh, sponsor uh, purposes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, you know that that was an important race for Hellman's. Uh, tax Slayer when he runs a Tax Slayer car. There's a reason why it's in tax season and not after the middle of April. Does that make sense? So, uh, you know, Junior may want to run a race in the summer for, uh, for the for his tax slayer uh, obligation, but he can't. So, I don't know. So, for that reason, you you started to wonder if he'd ever get that win, and I don't know. I mean, maybe he would, maybe what would. But, you know, to him, for him to go into Richmond, a place where he's actually dominated in the Xfinity Series and Cup at, at times, and wear him out. I mean, just flat wear him out, and he still had to earn it there at the end with a green white checkered, and he had to earn it because uh, and he had to dodge a wreck because you had that cat that didn't put tires on who <laughs> started at the tires beginning at, the, the, at the front of the field <laughs> and like cleaned him out, um including our Justin Algar, so it was just you know he earned it, it was so nice i mean the the fact that the Hellman's being on the car is a storybook ending to a crazy two weeks that we had no idea would ever happen was not in any type of playbook for us. Uh, it kind of happened on a whim and then Hellman's, uh, re-ups, uh, over the weekend. And then he goes and wins the race. That's kind of just, man, if there's a good example of how, uh, how to properly execute sponsor strategies, that right there would have <laughs> been it. Uh, unfortunately it wasn't much of a strategy. It, it happened by chance. So, and guess who was there? First name Davis. He was at the track. There is a picture of him in victory lane. How about that, Taylor? Did you get some something sprayed on you?
2: No, I didn't get anything
4: sprayed on me. Why I not? I had a great time.
3: Did you get drunk after? No. I no? Drove many miles. Did you hug Junior's
2: neck? Yeah. Did you get in the pictures? I got in a picture, but no, I didn't Ooh. Hug. I didn't hug
3: Junior. At he all. was such a rookie, though. He went on the yeah. back row. You could barely see him yeah, uh, on, on a picture. He needs to do that better. boy.
2: No. <laughs> Speaking of junior, it's time now for radio chatter replay presented by Nationwide Junior Nation members. Did you know that you can get a special discount when you switch to Nationwide? Call 1 855 346 9130, visit nationwide.com forward slash junior nation for more information. Nationwide is on your side. Here is Dale Junior, TJ Majors, and Greg Ives. <laughs>
1: Brakes are shaking like hell. You know. it doesn't go away with eating the brakes, we'll shut our fans off for a little bit. What's that left side lever do? Shuts off the left rear brake and tights you up on entry. Crosses out for debris. Who's the lucky dog? Lucky dog was a 23 car. Really? Yep. the cars on the lead lap. I was just looking, I knew you were going to ask that. 18 cars on the lead lap. Get your brake set, track bar set where it needs to be. Clear by three. Well, that was feeling pretty decent there. After a while, I don't know why I took off so loose. Still closed this time. Fans off, please. Hit road's closed. Fans off. Repeat those fans off comments. All right, like it. Keep working on that. We're not hurting the center. We're helping the entry and exit. Careful. Just for your knowledge, that was the same exact last time, but on the groove up as well. Problems out for debris exiting, too kind of debris out here. Well, that's a good question. I don't know. My earplugs are going in and out. It's, he's bouncing from the left to the right side, so I don't want to take a look at all this in here after this race. There are uh, 10 laps on the tires. We're going to have to uh, pit here. You broke up. What'd you say? 10 laps on tires. Most likely. We're pitting here. <laughs> yeah. Alright. This thing's getting hot, and I'm getting a little annoyed by the house hard it is to control the temperature. Don't put any tape on it today. Yeah, we put a couple of rows on. Alright. Well I'm pretty pretty loose in, I, I hear you. At two hundred and eighty degrees. I can't pull it off, warm the tires, get my tires ready, get all the brakes and everything set and all that done. Keep the tip down. Do you hear me any better here or is it just your ear pieces? It's my ear pieces and uh, under caution it, I don't know, a lot of break a lot of feedback and breaking up. There you go buddy, good corner. 180 on the water, it ain't coming down. Okay 10-4. should come down now in the slinger. Got vibration, it's been a the whole run. 10-4 on the vibration, to all the lug nuts look good. There you go buddy, t 5 go get the next one. Laptops as good as the leaders. Take your outfit, safety truck up high. Good stop guys. Yeah, we, we did good there. Good jump. There'll be about 80 to go when we take the green. We're good on fuel. I should have told you earlier though is when you try to run that groove up in one and two. Probably it still work okay, I think if you just back it up a little bit and got turned down. I know you're chasing on entry, just what I saw there. Yeah, it ain't pushing, trust me. <laughs> I know, I've been watching it. Ready great. One outside. Oh out, look out, 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 there you go. Just one outside. Forty eight. Caution's out, caution's out, one outside. Caution's out, outside, outside, forty doesn't have to mounts out. He's out there. Track's clear. Pit Road is still closed. They're reviewing the restart. I'm more and all these cautions. Yeah, 10 I'm going to take a break. Go to the bathroom here. You get something to drink? See what he did there. That last stop. They've been uh, fighting free. I don't think the cyclone tires tighten the cars up. Alright, fine. There goes a good lap right here. Good job. Okay. Thank you. I need to cross the street, man to turn four, crosses out, crosses out. And that's just tight and slow. Yeah, 10-4. I don't know if those two cycles hurt us there because before then we drove up to fourth, you know, so. Checking up here. I got you inside row P9. 10 to go next time by. Hear you. 10 to go next time by. And clear, all clear. 5 to go looking inside. By itself, all clear. It's checker flag. Let's look there at the end.
2: Radio Chatter Replay presented by Nationwide. It's time now
3: to Speed Dial. Speed Dial. All right, we're Speed Dialing today with my buddy, my pal. My, I'm telling you what I love this guy. Rob Lopes, tire guy on the number 88 team for Dale Jr. and Hendrick Motorsports. Rob, it's your off day. Thank you for joining us. What are you doing right now?
5: Uh, Actually, running some errands today on the off day. You know, you got a chance to uh, get caught up on regular home life things, and I'm running Aaron because I
3: hit the Powerball this weekend. Wait a a second. What? You hit the Powerball? I hit
5: the Powerball this weekend.
3: Do you know how much you won?
5: Yeah, a dollar. I just hit the (laughs) Powerball. But I won a dollar, so I'm going to go get it.
3: Go get your dollar, man. You earned that dollar.
5: (laughs) That's exactly right.
3: Man, well, congratulations on your dollar. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, you know, Junior finished 13th, but not everybody walked away winless. You hit your dollar. You hit Powerball. There you go. That's
6: right. That's right.
3: Listen, buddy, uh, I'm, I'm glad you're on here. This is a long overdue conversation because this year has been – there's been a lot of talk on tires, so I wanted to get you on here um, and, and sort of get caught up because, call me crazy, Rob, I think the value of a tire specialist just went up considerably with NASCAR's new downforce package. Would you tend to agree? Uh,
5: well, yeah. I mean, I'd like to think so. I'd like to think we were valuable at all times.
3: Well, but, you were, but, you, you know. know. Very part of the team. Well, I was just trying to get you a, a pay raise, you know, a bump. I was just saying, that, you know, if you could get Greg Ives and Rick Hendrick to go along with this theory that now the tire specialists, of course you were always valuable, but if you're more valuable, well, they need to pay for that, right?
5: Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Because you know, everybody's looking for a bump, and, you know, why should why should I be any different?
3: You there you go. I mean? You deserve it. So uh, let me ask, can you kind of take us through the science behind what this downforce package is doing and how, how it's affecting the tires? Just help us people that don't understand and don't know this and, di- and didn't pass science uh, it, explain to us what's going on here.
5: Okay, well, as everybody knows uh, uh, the low downforce package you know, they've taken they've taken away some spoiler, taken away some splitter which, you know, the splitter helps push air down on the front of the car, the spoiler pushes air down on the rear of the car. And that adds that gives you aero grip or aero traction. However, you know, put it in basic terms. Well, you take that away, now all of a sudden the air is not helping that car get into the racetrack, not helping that car turn through the corners. So you have to rely a little bit more on the mechanical part of the car, the springs, the shocks, and the tires, and, you know, the the geometry uh, setups underneath of it. So with that being said, you now, Goodyear is bringing softer tires because you don't have so much force being put on the car, and you're able to bring a little bit softer compound because the cars aren't quite as hard, and you also, hard on the tires, but you also need that softer compound to add to give the car's grip.
3: Uh, Okay, so as it relates to your notes from years past and, you know, from racetracks, how much of that did you have to kind of throw out the window? I mean, as far as air pressures and the kind of things that you would run at these tracks?
5: Well, uh, what we're finding, a lot of it is uh, we're finding that the tires aren't that far removed from the last couple years. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's kind of a transition because you also have to remember that Goodyear's in a box, the same way we are. You know, the the reality of it is, is their job. You know, their company is out to sell tires, and they're going to sell tires to racers. They're going to sell tires to anybody in the community. You know, and into our our viewership, and you know, to everyone. They want to sell as many tires as they can. Well, in order to do that, they have to show that their product is a quality product, and one of their venues for doing that is is our. Is our racing
3: series? Well, I mean, I think this is Goodyear's finest year, to be honest with you. I mean, where well, you have, when we're experiencing tire drop off on purpose, like we've seen uh, this year, uh, you know, in, in comparison to the previous years, and had very, very few failures. We, I think that just credit goes to Goodyear for bringing this tire. I mean, I think I'm hearing Dale Junior say. I've never had as much fun driving race car. I mean, I'm hearing these drivers love this. They love the tire drop-off because it makes them be able to pass better. It, makes, it leaves them more in control of their hands. But let me ask you this. How much fun does it make for the tire guy? It's fun for uh, the drivers. That's good. That's important. How much fun has it made for you? Well, I don't think
5: it's as much about fun for me. I mean, going racing is fun for me. And you've hit the nail on the head. I mean, Goodyear has definitely brought a – super product to us. And 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 just veer off of that a little bit, they can make a tire that'll last the entire race for us. They can. But nobody wants to see that. Right. They want to see the car slip around. They want to see the pit stops. They want to see, you know, tire fall off. So with that, you know, there's they have to design a tire that'll do that but yet still be safe for the competitor. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of, you know, I's to dot T's to cross to make all this happen. I don't think the the fun level is just going racing and being at the racetrack and trying to help, you know, the 88 team win races and, you know, strive for that championship. And the amount of tires, I mean, we're, I think we're going to use a little bit more because we're softer and, you know, the tire falloff means, you know, hey, you're going to have to come down pit road when it opens. You know, you're not going to stay out and, and make time. You know yeah. what I
3: mean? Yeah, yeah.
5: I think, as a matter of fact, I think that was pretty evident in that Xfinity race on Saturday that Dale won. That 48 stayed out on older tires and got just swallowed by the field,
3: and then took out some of them. <laughs> uh, unfortunately,
5: yeah, it did, did take out a, a few of them. Took out two JRM cars, as a matter of fact. You know, was pretty sad to say, but you know that was a, a gamble that they took, and they they fought wrong.
3: That's right, and and you know there you got the caution come out with about 13 to go, and, and there was no question. You come in and take tires if you're Dale Jr., even though you're leading, the tires Absolutely. were that important. Let's talk Talladega. You ready to talk Talladega? I, I, Let's talk Talladega. Greg Ives tweets that Amelia is back. Can you confirm this? Is Amelia going to be uh, the primary?
5: Uh, it sounds it sounds like that's the case. And Amelia, uh, uh, I think the guys at Hendrick, you know, did a great job of getting her repaired after that wreck in Daytona. And we know that's one of our favorite cars. Not just because she's named, but because it's a it's a runner. She's quick. And I, I think it's a – it sounds like it's a big deal for the fans and Amelia's really not
3: that. Well, you know, last time you joined us, uh, I don't know if you even remember this, but you were leaving Texas and you were going with Trucker Squig. You were in the rig with Trucker Squigs as you guys drove out to Phoenix. And we had you on the download. You called in from the road, and you told us that you felt like there was a winner in the back of that hauler. And you were Correct. We won that yeah. race. Now, let my question to you is, are you going to Talladega with Trucker Squigs? First and foremost, I need to know that.
5: Uh, no, I don't believe I'm riding in the truck to Talladega this trip. Uh, I think I'm going to fly on the plane. I've got a lot to do this week, and I can't, really, I can't really set the time aside to be in the truck. I think I need to fly this week. I've got a lot happening, you know, at the shop and some things to deal with at home, you know, just like everybody else does. So uh, I think I'm going to skip this trip to Talladega in the trailer. I might save it for the fall. I kind of like that fall run.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well, uh,
5: but uh I you know uh, I do enjoy the time in the truck with Trucker Squig, that's for sure.
3: That's right. Listen, of all the things you got to do, nothing is more important than picking up that big jackpot that you just won in Powerball. So congratulations on that again. Hey, have, yeah, you, have, you, have you have you determined how you're going to spend it?
5: I think I think I'm going to go get a cup of coffee and and enjoy that. So I think that's how I'm going to spend that that <laughs> of my winnings today.
3: Well deserved, my friend. Well, good luck this weekend at Dega, man. I really appreciate you. we got to do this more often. We're going to check in with you a lot more often because you have so much good insight, especially these days when tire wear is such a significant thing, and it plays right into the outcome of these races. And I tell you what, the 88 team has been on point uh, with how they've managed their tires this year. Uh, you are a uh, big, big, big reason for that. So thank you, Rob. We're going to talk to you more often. I appreciate you coming on.
5: Sounds great, Mike. Thanks. I appreciate you having me on. Thank you very much.
3: Take care, brother. Here you go.
2: My man, Mike Davis, and the tire guy hanging out, giving us a lot of good information. All right, Reaction Theater, let's go.
6: Can I get a Dale? Yeah, I don't care if it was an Xfinity race. Hellman wins. Bring on the tinfoil hat
1: brigade, saying it was all a conspiracy because he won the race in the Hellman's car, and
5: he raised $150,000 for blessings in a backpack this week. We donated. Everybody needs to donate. Dale, yeah.
2: Dale, yeah. Uh, Dale uh, yeah. Anyone that thought it was conspiracy uh, is a moron. Let's go to the next one.
6: <laughs> Those gum cup drivers in the infinity <laughs> field, come on, man. But no, really. Congrats, Dale Jr. Go eat yourself
4: a banana and mayo sandwich.
2: Yes, sir. There yeah, I can't stand it when the cup guys are in the Xfinity Series, uh, unless Dale Jr. is winning the race. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next?
5: I am tired of watching Joe Gibbs racing go to Victory Lane I hate Toyota I hate Kyle Bush kind of like peanut m and though I hate Carl Edwards I hate Matt Kenseth and I hate Denny Hamlin I can't f- stand it no more we are Hendrick Motorsports we are the best team in NASCAR like you guys need to get your f- together and put these Toyotas in their f- place. Dale, yeah.
2: Dale, yeah to that. I kind of like Martin Truex, though. I mean, he's a Toyota guy. I, okay just, to I don't like think him, that,
3: right? Listen, that guy's clear. He just doesn't like Gibbs drivers. Anybody Probably doesn't like the Washington Redskins either. Oh, but wow.
2: Dale Jr. is a Washington Redskins fan, so now I'm really confused.
3: Well, he just doesn't like Toyotas. He doesn't like <laughs> Gibbs drivers. And, and listen, sad. there are a lot of people that can get along with that. They can get. They can get on board yeah. with that.
2: I don't either. On this podcast. I'll be I'll say it right now. I don't either. I'm sick and tired of them. I want to spin them out, and I don't care if they cry about it. Who's next?
5: Yeah, I got a reaction for you. I'm reacting to the fact that we could have had all four Junior Motorsports Xfinity cards in the top ten. But instead, Brandon Poole had to get in the middle of things and screw it up for Allgaier, who'd been having a great day all day. I wanted to see them all up there. But congratulations to Cole. That was a great run. And uh, sad, there was just one place out of getting that $100,000. We'll get him next time, boys.
2: I like Xfinity Trash Talk (laughs) on Reaction Theater.
6: (laughs) No doubt. Yeah. I love that.
2: that. Big fan of that. Yeah. Who's next?
6: Hey, guys. It's TJ
1: Majors. Uh, Door bumper.
6: Hold on. I got to take a piss. He's here.
1: The hell happened? You're now in thirty seconds, two laps down.
3: Oh crap, I saw the wrong car again. <laughs> that couldn't have happened at a more perfect time because TJ was leaving the studio just now and he was walking by the speaker that's in the Junior Nation retail store right when that call happened. And he was and he turned around with this look. It was priceless. I love it. I'm that's glad great. he got to hear that.
2: I'm glad yesterday you called him out when he was taking a leak.
3: Well, he took a leak, but he he also, in the Xfinity race, just so you know, he spotted the wrong car, and Dell Jr. snapped at him about it. He's like, that ain't me. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
2: uh, and, again, make sure you listen to this podcast seven times
3: and listen to Door Bumper Clear once
2: or twice, but listen to this one seven times.
3: Right. Well, we were just making a joke on Periscope during this little intermission that we just had. And uh, uh, we said that he's changing his podcast name to Sorry, Clear, Sorry. That's that's what he said to Dale. (laughs) That's what he said to Dale when he was spotting the wrong car. Sorry, not clear. Right. (laughs) Who's next?
1: I knew one day he would get a win in his own car. That was so cool to see Junior getting the win in the Xfinity race in the Hellman's car. That is just so cool. And a lot of people are giving him grief about no burnout and everything. Well, the guy owns the car. He doesn't want to do a
6: burnout and possibly blow the motor up. That's money gone. Yeah,
2: there's that. Got to be smart about those things, yeah. Different perspective nowadays for sure. Who's next?
6: Nothing drastic today. Just really excited about the, uh, the wind today. Everybody was talking about his burnouts and stuff. I love it when a man don't do the burnouts. Anybody can let out there burn the tires off of one. But it's nice to g- drive around and let the Fans take a picture of the man inside the car,
3: especially when a man is Dale or junior. Mm. Dale, yeah. Dale, yeah to that. Are Dale, you, yeah. Are you team burnout? Are you team burnout or team no burnout?
2: <laughs> I, You know, I mean, it may be once every, one, every once in a while, but primarily team no burnout. There you go. I, I, yeah. Let's drive around the whole track and say hello to everybody. I like that caller right there. Yeah, that was good. You might be my favorite one so far. Who's next?
6: Hi, this is a message from Justin Salter. And he speaks with a communication device. Uh, he has cerebral palsy, and uh, he uses his eye gaze device to communicate. Here goes. I didn't to it to to justin night, Dale Jr. under uh, Making his scar. Dale Jr. Five lucky coins of him. Recently, and he also met Dale a couple of years ago and in person gave him five lucky coins, gold dollar coins with Justin's photograph on it. And uh, Dale fell in love with Justin, and the feelings were mutual. Thank you so much. Have a good day.
3: Good for you, Justin.
2: Was that a Dale, yeah, at the end? That was a Dale,
3: yeah, yeah. at the end. Hell yeah. Did you just say hell yeah?
2: Hell
4: yeah, Delia! Why
3: are you saying hell yeah when you know it's Delia?
4: <laughs> he said, "Is it Delia?" And I said, "Hell yeah!"
3: Right.
2: <laughs> he was confirming it by saying, "Hell yeah!" Hell yeah I it got is you. A I got you. Oh, good or for Calia, you, Justin Salter. Or, we
3: appreciate that call. Absolutely. I, I, man, that
2: I don't know how to even move on from that. I mean, that's that's powerful stuff right there, and it's amazing the impact that Dale Earnhardt Jr. has on people. It really is, and that's. That's that's good stuff, man. That made my day. I, I hope uh, Junior gets to hear that reaction theater call for sure. We'll make sure he does. Who's next?
6: I know it's not Sunday, but anytime Dale f-ing Junior wins <laughs> in a mayonnaise car with all the hype
5: about the mayonnaise and banana sandwich, we got to give a Dale yell. Yeah. <laughs>
3: And then we return right back to our normally scheduled programming. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Mayonnaise and a Dale
2: Bleepin' (laughs) Jr. win. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Mayonnaise, a lot of Dale Jr. fans out there. (laughs) Who's next? Hell yeah,
6: boys. We're going (laughs) to win the Xfinity race right now. We haven't even (laughs) f***ing taken out of Hell yeah. we can going to win it now. We're going to get (laughs) to (laughs) <laughs> Justin Salter, could you
3: call back and just oh, <laughs> bring some God. sanity to this program? <laughs> that That is outstanding. <laughs> could you just call back? Oh, oh man. You. God bless America. That's Those how race. I felt, though. Yeah. Yeah. If Junior wins a race. That's how you feel. Who we got?
6: Well, 13th place today, and a Gibbs car wins. Well, that sucks. D- <laughs> I know the Gibbs go- cars are good, but it's, I still don't f- like them. So let's just go kick their ass in Talladega. I know that's going to be a sure thing. Getting your big attention for that one. Hell yeah! Oh.
2: Hey, Davis, uh, first name. You got? Yeah. Can you get the bleeps ready for me? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, just make a note right here. Uh, I like how Samantha Bush was uh, apologizing for saying f- on uh, after the race. As the race was won, now when Carl Edwards spun her out, and I thought it was pretty funny, Junior, on Twitter saying, you know, happens, and people don't care about saying XX as much as they used to. And obviously, he's making reference to a certain yeah. interview he once
3: gave. 2004. But, um, <laughs> yep. I know you'll never forget that. Yep. It don't mean <laughs> Daddy done it ten times. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically the quote. God, How good. Who's next?
6: Well, I was thinking about coming up with a Mike Davis 6 T-shirt. A yellow concert is going to be put on just motor Speedway for the fall race, but maybe we should change that to first name stuff since we can't clear out the old message It just, <laughs> oh yeah. Well,
3: oh, you knew it was coming, Davis. Yeah. Do you want to explain what's going on, what, what he's talking about, or no?
6: Uh,
4: yeah. I mean, I just didn't clear reaction theater and it got pulled up by the time <laughs> the sprint <laughs> cut races. Ended. Come
3: on, first name.
4: I know. And lots, so, oh, uh, really? lots of Hellman's mayonnaise, wind calls.
3: So, yeah, we didn't actually have a reaction theater line that was available to leave messages on until about 9 p.m. last night. First, first name it, just really liked all those calls. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Who's next?
0: A little disappointed in the race on Sunday. That stuff's going to happen in big-time auto racing. Um, but the
5: biggest disappointment is probably that um, first name... Forgot to clear the messages on the voicemail? (laughs) Good Lord, son, you got one job. (laughs) One job. One job. Monday afternoon. Hit the delete button. Jesus. Um, Davis, uh, uh, Zarzer, I think right now you need to stop the damn show. You need to periscope. And first name needs to drop and give us push-ups as punishment for f***ing up. The voicemail. First name gives us ten push-ups. Or the next time we see him, we all punch him in the arm as hard as we can. First name? I
4: take the push-ups.
2: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What do you think? Sloppy Yellow's calling you out.
4: I'll do some ten push-ups.
2: Can you periscope this, Mike
3: Davis? I, I think I'm gonna have to. Right.
2: Absolutely. You yeah. Well, let's
3: go. We'll do it right now. You want to do it right now? Yeah. What he said. Right now? Well, hold on. Hold on. No. 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 We need to do this after people have had a chance to listen to. Uh, I, this is probably a good point. Yeah, you need to go do some curls. So,
2: so we'll, maybe we'll do it then. tomorrow. Okay. All right. All right. That's yeah. there you go. Right that's, after people, at different times of the day, have consumed Dado's reaction theater. That's right. All. all right. Absolutely. Sloppy Yellow's fame is out of control right now. I got to say. I know. I feel like
4: he's like my older brother now after that <laughs> counts. <laughs> <laughs> Can Dado do ten push-ups for not? Saving the Mike Davis Sucks video to his son. Oh, good Ooh. good point,
2: Davis. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. That is a good point. Come on, Sloppy. What you got? Who's next?
5: Well, went to Richmond yesterday, first time with my son. First race ever, and Dale Dreaming wins. Skies were beautiful. Weather was perfect. Tried to get Dale's attention by yelling out, Mike Davis Sucks. Hmm. He did not hear me, and that's okay. Okay. <laughs> Mike Davis, you do suck. <laughs> Tony, you do not suck. Good job sitting out there. Feel bad for him. Got there by nine o'clock. He's just out there by himself, him, boxes of t shirts and table in a tent. But heck of a nice guy y'all got there, Tony. Great dude. Great race. Way to go, Junior. But it was glad it was great to see Eric Jones all smashed up going past the junior Nation section there at Richmond International Raceway. Great idea! Great job! Great tour stop! Can't wait to do it again next year. Hell yeah!
3: Hell yeah, yeah! That that was uh, regarding the junior nation section. There was a special ticket package that we put on, uh, where you could get a ticket. I talked about it on White Flag several times, and I, and I even said, "Take a kid, take your kid to first race. You can watch. They can watch Dale Jr. in a race. It's perfect. There's this Xfinity race." And so, for twenty bucks, they could get a ticket, and then also, uh, kids twelve and under were free. So uh, clearly, this guy took us up, and apparently, he met short game Tony. He's a good dude,
2: man. Tony's a good guy. All yeah. right, who's next?
5: Twelfth place sucks. After dropping all the way up to fifth place, fifth place. And how about Eddie Haskell himself? That hmm. doing a bump and run on his own teammate. I dislike crowd, <laughs> but I hate that other. <laughs> one of his juniors teammates oh, did shit to him. I'd be on the first flight to Charlotte, and that's the bottom line, Dale. Yeah, Dale,
3: <laughs> yeah, Eddie Haskell. Funny boy. Stuff. If if Jimmy Johnson did that to Dale,
2: oh my goodness, can you imagine? Can you imagine? We we would say this is the Dale Junior download presented by Spy. Let's go to, the reaction, theater. to reaction theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Absolutely, that yeah. will happen if that if Jimmy ever just nudges Dale out of the way for a win on the last turn. <laughs> Who's next?
6: Dream if you can, a racetrack. <laughs> oh, a bright sunshining afternoon. Pit lizards strike curious poses. They feel the heat, the heat between Carl and Kyle. How did Carl just leave Kyle standing? What in the world? Kyle's from a world so cold. Oh, Carl. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Kyle's just too manding. Maybe he's just like his brother. Too bold, maybe he's just like his owner. He's never satisfied. He's never satisfied. Why does he dislike reporters? This is what it sounds like when Kyle cries. Hashtag rest in peace, Prince. Hashtag first name Davis. How do you have the mailbox, full? Hashtag <laughs> ten beers. Hashtag Dale, yeah. Hashtag Degas next week. Oh, and Mike Davis sucks. Mm. Yes. Yes.
2: Submarine Mike is not the greatest singer in the world. He is very creative. His wife can sing, though, as you can hear in the background. But very creative, and definitely rest in peace, Prince. It was um, that was impressive. He's very creative. Yeah. Uh, but not the best pipes I've ever heard in my life. Which probably makes it even more entertaining. And took a dig at Davis then
3: at the he end. Did? Oh, that's the <laughs>
4: Dig Davis episode. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. I did not meet a fan in Victory Land that said he liked our podcast. Really? Yeah. So. That was-
3: how did he know you were first name Davis? I don't
4: know. He was like, he was like, hey, I really enjoy the podcast, and I was like, oh, thanks. I'm Davis. He goes, no, your first name.
3: Hey, you know, you know what? See, <laughs> he's famous. That's why yeah. famous <laughs> first name. Short game. Tony said that while he was sitting handing out T-shirts on Saturday, there were a lot of people that came up complimented this podcast. Oh,
4: huh, that's
2: good. Yeah. yeah, man. I, I mean, I. You don't believe me when I tell you about these things, but this happens in places all over the place i told you about and i'm going actually to stay in it tonight that hotel in south florida uh where we were watching the duels or whatever we're calling them these days a year and a half ago when somebody said hey man um it's cool to have you here in the hotel the guy behind the counter i love the podcast by the way Yeah. And i'm like what it, it happened last week in birmingham at this mediterranean restaurant Tzatzikis, which is coming to charlotte by the way first name davis oh
4: delicious
2: yes <laughs> good, good spot. This guy. <laughs> this guy behind the counter. Hey, man, I love the podcast. And I'm I, like, what? how would you know?
3: Yeah, I mean, I just follow you on Twitter. I can't wait until wow. the, the man behind the counter says, wait, you're Taylor Zarzer? Did, <laughs> do you know first name Davis? <laughs> yeah. Or, hey, man, I just got one thing to say. Mike Davis sucks. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I'm, name- I'm hoping that's a, 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 a trend that dies down eventually,
2: right? Yeah. Be happy with all the new spy Dale Jr. paint scheme sunglasses called the livery series. They're available in the popular Dirty mode, General Dega, McCoy, and Admiral Frames. Get yours today at spyoptic.com. Reaction Theater number is 855-740-1902. Davis, I believe, has cleared them out, so you have time to go in there and say whatever you'd like, however many times you'd like. 855-740-1902. White flag time.
3: White flag right there. White flag. So last week, Taylor, you uh, you missed this, but uh, first name here, red, white flag, and it was probably the most hysterical thing I've ever seen in my life or heard. Oh, and so we said instantly, Travis Peterson can back me up, this is going to happen now. First name Davis is going to be the official white flag reader from here on out.
2: Is it because you don't think he does a very good job of reading will, and that makes it very entertaining? Well,
6: How many I, decisions did you drop into that yeah, copy? <laughs> he
3: could not say the word decision. <laughs> Decision, life. which was you know the marketing campaign this week. Yeah, he sure. kept saying "shushishen," and, That's not and, what it, and it, it is what he said. So here right, you go. Well, let's hear what we got. Here, this here week. you go. Here's white flag right, by first right. name.
4: It's Talladega week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Dale Jr. is a six time winner there, including this race last year. Maybe you remember that one where Hendrick Motorsports broke one off. Do have to do the quotation marks?
3: Yeah, You just got to read. Right. Okay.
4: Broke one off and everybody else by leading all but 24 at <laughs> the last. I feel like Ron Burgundy. I'm going to read everything you write on here. You got it. See? he probably will. Uh, Dale Jr. led the most laps and he won. If you don't remember this race, you can always go back and listen to episode 91 of the Dale Jr. download. We archive them because don't mind living in the past every now and then. There you go. I've got a question. Have you followed Exalta Racing on Twitter yet? Oh, wait, you haven't? That's shameful of you, (laughs) because you might be the reason that I, or someone like I, don't win (laughs) $88,000. So go follow Ed Exalta Racing right now, because they give good updates on Dale Jr. and the 88 team. If They've reached 20,000 followers by May 13th, and Dale wins the Exalta WePate Winners 400 at Pocono in June. It will give one of their followers $88,000, and it may or may not be Mike Davis one day.
6: Mm.
3: But I it's hope. not I, going to be. I follow them, so I hope. Yeah,
4: Dale's going to win Pocono, so you really are the only one holding this up. <laughs> go follow. <laughs> <laughs> go follow Exalta Racing. Moving on. <laughs> hey, be a peach. You can go check out the Dale Jr. page <laughs> <laughs> this week. Be <laughs> a will, peach. They will be auctioning off Dale's blue gloves from April Autism Awareness Month to raise money for the Nationwide Children's Hospital. You can find the foundation on Facebook or follow them on Twitter at TDJF. In case you missed it last Friday, Unilever, the parent company of Hellman's, Breyers, Suave Men, and more great brands that have been featured on Junior Cars for years, has extended their partnership through 2018. That's some great news because we enjoy being employed, <laughs> especially me. I don't want to, I might not be employed after reading this white flag. I don't want to speak for everyone at the company, but for me, first name Davis, being employed aligns well with my life goals. <laughs> Yeah, you know exactly what I was going to say, Mike. <laughs> Unilever Brands will be on Junior Motorsports cars for 10 races each year, including one each year with Dale. I wonder aloud if he'll do Richmond again.
3: Actually, you know about that? He texted us yesterday before the cup race. He's like, hey, I'd like to do Richmond again if, if, if it all works out. So he's already planted that seed. Oh, there you go. That, that's official information from the Dale Junior download.
4: Yeah, there we go. Moving on to this weekend, Friday, Dale gets to Talladega for two practices. You can watch those on Fox Sports 1. Saturday, single-car qualifying starting at 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox Sports 1. Sunday, the race gets underway at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on Fox. Dale will be in his familiar nationwide paint scheme looking to repeat last spring's win there in Talladega. Hopefully, you've already subscribed subscribe
3: to subscribe there you go there's the there's the first name we know
4: hopefully you've already subscribed to the dell jr download but maybe you haven't which personally i think would be a huge mistake on your part let me break this down for you subscribing means you don't have to work for it (laughs) rf says just show up to your mobile device or computer think of it as dell jr bringing you breakfast in bed who wouldn't want Mm. dell jr bringing you breakfast in bed Mm. i know i would
6: Mm. Mm.
4: pancakes (laughs) Not <laughs> so sure how I feel about that, that last part. That is white flag <laughs> by Mike Davis. No,
3: I didn't write that. Red by, by first name Davis. And I did not write that. I that did not was write uh, that was
2: well done, my friend. And uh, you should be going for three in a row. I'm still not over what. I don't know if I'll ever get over what happened in Talladega last October. But yes, going for another victory, Mike Davis. And the white flag is sponsored this week by the Panera Bread in. Anniston slash Oxford, Alabama, because my family's been to it three or four times in the last week, so it's right near the Speedway. Shout-out
3: to them this week. There you go. Panera Bread. Thank you, Panera Bread. Yeah. For all the money that you've donated to that segment read by First Name Davis.
2: Anniston, Oxford area. Yeah.
3: I think it's exit 188. Shout-out, 188. Off of
2: (laughs) I-20. Yeah, of course. 188. It's an omen. Yeah, Yeah, I got a thumbs-up from my daughter. That is exit 188. There you go. All right, good stuff. Um, hope we're talking about something fun next
3: week, Mike Davis. Well, I do too, man. We got to, we got a, we got that. Like you said, the last fall race, sort yep. of sticking in our craw still. We need something to kind of wipe that out, clean the palate, get us a win. Let's do it.
2: All right, for Dale Earnhardt Jr. for first name Davis who sucks, and Mike Davis who sucks. I'm Taylor Zarzer, and I suck. And this has been <laughs> we all the suck. Dale Junior. Download for this podcast is by Spy. awesome. Subscribe.
0: thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio
3: hey Dirty Mo Radio listeners make sure you follow at Exalta Racing on Twitter because if they reach 20,000 followers before May 13th they'll partner with Pocono Raceway and give away $88,000 to one lucky winner if Dale Jr. wins the Exalta we paint winners 400 go follow them At Exalta Racing, you'll be glad you did.